0: Going on, internet? The Black Kage, aka T V H, and to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to Hokage Thoughts, the show where ain't no hoes, but I do think out loud here on Anchor.fm slash the black okage. We are also available on Spotify and all. The way to, uh, I just messed up my intro two times in a row, and we're not gonna do it again. You know how it goes. I'm only doing it one thing. <laughs> I meant to say, we are also available on Spotify and all other major podcast outlets. Uh, today in which I'm recording this podcast is August 3rd, 2018. And I want to kick this podcast off with something special. I want to honor a fallen soldier that I know. If you follow me on Instagram at the.black.glokage, shameless plug, you know that I posted to my IG story this week that my Andes T-Liner Clippers died and I had to cop a new one. I know. I know they're like $60 is expensive. I know it's sad. My old T-Liners, they served my hairline for a solid three years and... I just want to start this podcast off by giving them a moment of silence for doing so many tours on my headline before being honestly discharged. Let's give it a moment of silence for my T-liners, y'all thank you thank you for respecting that moment now if you don't know what andis t-liners are you probably get your hair cut at Supercuts or some other shit and i don't trust you or your hairline anyways uh let's get to the show (laughs) i know we started out with slander but let's get into the show uh i actually got some notes this week last week i like i kind of had a sort of like some notes but not really there was no real like kind of flow to the conversation this time i actually have a flow to the conversation i actually organized the shit um And here's some of the stories that I want to talk about this week. Uh, On this episode, we're going to be talking about gaming, anime, movies, sports, and a little bit of relationship advice because... I said you guys can ask me about anything and you guys sent in your questions and a lot of y'all was asking me about relationship advice which is interesting I don't know why y'all want to hear about that from me but uh, if you didn't know you can leave me a voicemail message if you download the Anchor app it's available on iOS and Android it's for free you can use it to listen to this podcast but also send me messages and if you send a good topic or question I will play it in the episode I'll credit you and we'll even answer it and have fun with the question man so uh, yeah feel free to guys leave me a message just use the Anchor app All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and start off with gaming I think I'm all I was going to start off with gaming for this podcast just because I I've, I've, I've built my name up in the gaming realm. So we're going to kick it off with a raid. Cut conch- con, 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 the conch shell from goddamn SpongeBob. No, uh, we're going to talk about. Madden. Oh my God, this is a very controversial topic. This actually just happened yesterday, Thursday. Today's Friday, in which I'm recording this. Uh, Madden 19. They've been uh, EA's been giving out a lot of free copies of the game. I was lucky enough to get a free copy uh, myself. If you're part of, they have this program called the EA Game Changers program, where basically if you have some type of clout uh they'll hook you up with a free copy and you can produce content for them i don't know shit about football but i do like free shit so i took a code plus i played madden 18 last year i played the story the story was all right uh this year's story if you want to hear my opinion it's not very good this year um but they said that in, in the ign review i don't normally listen to ign but they are actually right this time the story's not very interesting uh if you're wondering if you're wondering what like kind of gameplay mechanics they've made and changes and shit i don't know i don't know enough about madden to even articulate myself on that uh that's why I've never reviewed a Madden game. I'm just not a I'm not a football head. I'm a very very casual football uh, viewer. So I I'm, I'm not I can't articulate myself well enough to review a Madden game. I think and, and it's changes like like a 2K or something like that or any other uh, action adventure or RPG or whatever. Um, but we're not here to, to that. So yeah, a bunch of people got free copies of Madden. You're seeing people streaming it. You're seeing them produce content. Um, and people are just going through the content trying to figure out what's going on with the game. And one thing that people found in the game is that EA has censored uh, it's a YG song featuring Big Sean called Big Bank um, they've censored the song and there's a part in the song where uh, fucking Big Sean says something about Colin Kaepernick and they actually censored out Colin Kaepernick's name Uh, As if it was a pro, like as if it was profanity, Um, and this is causing a lot of controversy because if you follow, you don't even need to follow the NFL. If you follow the news, you know Kaepernick has pretty much been blackballed by the NFL for his political stances on police brutality, brutality, uh, taking a knee during the national anthem. Whatever side you feel like you're on, and that argument is whatever. I just think this is interesting that they're bringing the politics into the video game. Also, Kaepernick is not even in the NFL right now. He's not even on a team. Um, what's the name? So it's interesting for them to uh, to uh, blank out his name. So a lot of people are like being suspicious. Like, is this further proof that he, he's blackballed in the quote unquote NFL industry? They don't want to hear about black people being killed by the police. They just want you to play their fucking video game. Um, what's the name? Uh, as of right before I started recording this podcast, EA did release a statement. Hold on. Let me find it. They said it. they claimed it was a mistake. Um, here's this statement right here we made an unfortunate mistake with our Madden. jesus christ god damn it my bad y'all fucking i uh, i hate when and y'all probably gonna hear that shit i hate when videos fucking autoplay on websites bro they be doing that shit to pad their stats stop autoplaying just fucked up my damn audio recording now they gotta hear this dude's voice for like a split second i'm glad i caught that man this is such a just an awful fucking podcast you're getting everybody else's audio in it and shit like that but here's a statement um, EA claims we made an unfortunate mistake with our Madden NFL soundtrack uh, members of our team misunderstood the fact that while we don't have rights to include Colin Kaepernick's name in the game this doesn't affect the soundtracks we messed up and the edit should have never happened we'll make it right with an update to NFL, uh, Madden NFL 19 on August 6th that would include the reference again we went we me no disrespect and we apologize to Colin to YG Big Sean to the NFL and all the fans and players for this mach- uh, mistake um, and all the reason I feel like they even released this statement so they're very very aware that they did this the reason they released the statement is because both big sean and yg said yo whoa, whoa, whoa. we didn't tell them to censor our song we don't co-sign that bullshit we stand with kaepernick so they've been tweeting kaepernick letting them know that we stand with them and all this other bullshit ea is taking a this this in my opinion is a fucking pr nightmare because like once again what i said regardless of what what side of the, the argument you stand on EA is all about money. <laughs> so any type of controversy they are trying to avoid. Um, it's, it's a PR nightmare because uh Madden Madden 19 comes out August 10th, I believe. Don't quote me on that. It comes out August 10th. And if I look at my calendar, it's the third. Uh, it comes out next Friday. Maybe it's not the 10th. Maybe it's the 7th. I know it comes out next week, okay? So the game came out very early. They gave very early access to uh, reviewers and influencers to play the game because we are still a week out from the game and this news broke that they're trying to people or at least the perception is they're trying to censor Colin Kaepernick now EA is scrambling because people are claiming there's the hashtag boycott Madden because people are like oh well, how are you gonna make a game that stars like 80 to 90% predominantly black men but you co-sign in the death of black men and police brutality by censoring Colin Kaepernick's name um, so I think that's pretty interesting and the fact that they the, the fact that the fact that they took out the censor shows that they are all about the money they don't I don't think they really give a fuck about what Colin Kaepernick's stance is they just trying to make a dollar and that's a shame that they it's a shame when people play both sides of the fence like that. Uh, let me see if I can find that quote. Oh wait I found the audio so I'll, you guys are gonna be able to hear it right here in the podcast. here we go. to the wolves now I leave the boys all cap I'm more I'm rare as affordable health. Damn, bruh. Damn, EA. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a goddamn shame. Y'all know me, I'm very pro-black. I'm not for killing black men and all this other shit. I feel like we can universally agree. This is a very petty thing that they did, removing his name. They claim it's a mistake, but I think it's some petty shit because uh you had to have known it was going to get this type of response and also the lyric that big sean the big big sean said he was just talking about money like he wasn't giving any type of political statement he was just using colin Kaepernick's name and because you know how rappers like to brag about how they're balling and shit like that so it's like damn ea y'all fucking up <sighs> but you know star wars battlefront 2 star wars battlefront 1 uh mass effect 3 Mass Effect Andromeda, um, what other games? I don't know. A lot of it's it's a lot of games. EA is ruining everybody's fucking favorite franchises, and it's a damn shame to see. Uh, other gaming news: Def Jam teases a new Fight for insert here. So if you follow the Def Jam account on Twitter, I don't know why. Who's following record labels these days? Get you Spotify, Apple Music, fuck a record label. Um, <laughs> but uh, this, I don't follow them. The only reason I know about this tweet is this tweet ended up on my timeline because somebody retweeted it. So the official Def Jam Twitter account, they tweeted out that, uh, let's say we bring back uh, the Def Jam fighting series, you know, Def Jam Vendetta, Fight for New York, and then the one we don't talk about that came out on Xbox and 360. Uh, in the tweet, Def Jam asked, the quote on, they, they posted an image, and then they put a quote, and they said, pick a city. And then in the image, it says, which one do you want to see next? Def Jam fight for ATL, Atlanta. Def Jam fight for LA, Los Angeles. Def Jam fight for the Shy. Shy. I was about to say shy rag, but I know people from Chicago hate that shit. Actual people from Chicago. So, Def, Def Jam fight for Chicago. And out of respect, <laughs> even though it's a game about violence. Uh, Def Jam fight for MIA, which is, of course, Miami. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and rule out Def Jam a fight for Atlanta. I do not want to see that. I'm not really trying to see Young Thug uh, doing combos in a dress. I'm good on that. All that booty goon shit. Um, <laughs> Def Jam fight for LA. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I guess I would want to see. I don't I don't like Miami either. I don't want to see a bunch of Kodak Blacks and shit. Uh, it'd be between LA and Chicago, but mainly I'm thinking Chicago. I've always been advocating Def Jam fight for Chirac. I think that would be funny if the storyline took place in 2012 uh 2012 or like 2014 the height of the drill movement and you get to uh play like it's chief keef and gbe and all this other shit. that shit would be fire um plus chicago's a big city so there's a lot of things they can do with that my main thing is each one of these things has def jam in the name a lot of artists are independent now and a lot of artists are not on def jam if they aren't independent i don't even know what artists are on def jam but i will say for this game to work because so many artists are independent now that are popular I feel like it's going to have to include artists that are not on Def Jam. They're going to have to license out rappers that everybody wants to see. Like, you're going to have to get Kendrick in there. You, you, you're going to have to get Drake in there. You're going to have to get J. Cole. Well, eh, I don't think J. Cole would participate in that. Kendrick I, Kendrick is a, is a social rapper, a socially conscious rapper, but I feel like he's fun-spirited enough that he would hop into the game just for the shits and giggles. I don't know if J. Cole would do it. I feel like he's too serious. Uh, <laughs> to have any fun, uh, as long as it, I don't know, uh, what other rappers would they would they be? all the big rappers you know i want to beat up lil pump uh i want to i want to be able to beat up uh just like i don't know all these little soundcloud rappers like there's got to be like they got to do it in sagas right they got to do inside you know how like in dragon ball z they had the fucking sand saga the android saga fucking the freezer saga they got to have like the soundcloud saga look ooh, alliteration ooh, that's that's fire right there yo def jam cut me a check Coming the check, bring me in as a writer, bro. I got this shit. So there's gotta be a SoundCloud saga where you gotta play as like Kendrick Lamar and you gotta go in and you gotta defeat fucking Lil Skies and Lil Pump and uh, fucking all the other shitty SoundCloud rappers fucking um, they also gotta have like a golden 90s saga where you gotta play as Mob Deep versus fucking Wu-Tang and shit Uh, (laughs) fucking you gotta have a Biggie versus Tupac battle and shit Uh, no guns, no guns, no guns, just hands just hands, you know what I'm saying we bringing it back, put down the guns, pick up the hands that's what I'm for in the movement, I'm not for like death and shit like that, we gotta get like a gotta get a boss fight with fucking Waka Flocka versus Gucci when they was beefing, ooh Ooh, you gotta do a boss fight where uh y'all remember when gucci man went on that twitter rant a couple years ago and he was just quote-unquote exposing everybody you gotta do a boss fight gucci man versus twitter where he just airs everybody out uh <laughs> gotta do you gotta do a boss fight drake versus kid Cudi and shit uh drake drake versus fucking uh push T. oh that shit would be fire oh uh fucking drake would have like a special ability where fucking he uh he sings and bitches go crazy. So then he gets like a strength boost and push a T. Like, if you, he's gonna have like alternate costumes. If you use the push a T without the fucking, uh, without the fucking long hair, without the braids from like the, the Allen Iverson braids, like you're gonna move faster. But if you use the ones with the braids that everybody knows, you get a strength boost. Uh, Anybody in the game with dreads get us a strength and a defensive boost. I'm telling you yo bring me in for ideas Jeff Jam I, I think it would be fire. I think the main thing is where like they said where would you want it to take place? also what rappers would you want to see in the game um, because I think uh I think it's time for another def, def, def jam. Just don't make it like the last one where you had to do the scratch and the tables and stuff like that. That shit was fucking awful. Make it like Def Jam Vendetta and Def Jam Fight for New York, create multiple fighting styles and original story. Ooh, maybe even bring in some bioware type of uh type of aspects to the game where you get to choose your own adventure. Bioware like uh bring in a dialogue tree, I mean, so you get to choose what you want to say, and depending on what you say, it affects the story. So you can be passive or you can have an aggressive style. Um, oh, bring back girlfriends. What girlfriends y'all want to see in the game? Who's the baddest chicks in the game right now? I don't know. I don't know any, uh, I don't know any fucking like video vixen. Do video vixens even exist anymore? I don't really watch music videos like that. Maybe bring in like some IG thoughts for like your girlfriend. So bring in like Bernice, uh, Bernice Buega. What, what is her name? Bernice something. You know, the 30, 37 year old chick, the grandma, but she bad as hell. Bernice. So I'm about to Google this shit. Bernice Burgos. Okay, if you never heard of her, she's 38 years old. Pull up her IG. I swear to God, get the lotion out. Uh, Yeah, bring her, get like Bria Miles. Is Bria Miles still, I don't know. Is she relevant? I don't know. Whatever Whatever's the hottest IG thoughts, bring them in the game. You get to smash. You get to let them fight over you for your love. And also have heavy customization in it, okay? I want to have one, two, three, four, five, six choker chains, bro. I want to have shit on my wrists. Want to have? I'm just trying to ball. I want to. I'm trying to enter the battle arena with a fucking with a fucking pit bull dog, dog. And I can use that dog as a kill streak, like it's fucking Call of Duty, bro. I'm just saying, bro. I want to play some ignorant ass fun shit. Come on, Def Jam, bring that shit in, this motherfucker, yo. all uh, And last but not least, what I want to talk about in the gaming section is I am sick and tired of studios and uh, Publishers claiming that they didn't expect so many people to play their game their servers went down I don't know if you guys know the past week PSN went down again Um, And obviously PSN is owned by Sony. So that's a different thing But a lot of times when video games release the servers struggle, especially in 2k um, and a lot of shooters and every time a game releases day one The fans get on Twitter, they get on Facebook, they get on Instagram, they complain, yo, I paid $60 for this game, and the servers aren't working. They always release, the studio always releases this statement. Oh, we didn't expect so many people to play our game. Bullshit! Let me explain to you why it's bullshit, right? Pre-orders. We're going to go to pre-orders. You can't claim you didn't know how many people were going to play your game when you're constantly shoving pre-orders down my fucking throat. You turn on the TV... You watch YouTube videos, you get on fucking Twitter and Instagram, and all you see is GameStop ads, which, by the way, I find it to be impressive they have enough money to still advertise considering they're about to go out of business, but they're always fucking advertising, yo. Pre-order Call of Duty and get the exclusive bacon skin from GameStop. Pre-order Call of Duty from Best Buy and get the expl- uh, the exclusive Waifu skin from Best Buy. Pre-order this game. Pre-order that game. And it's not just Call of Duty. I don't want anybody thinking it's picking on Call of Duty. It's every fucking game, bro. Even like single player games. Pre-order Spider-Man from GameStop and get the exclusive black symbiote suit Spider-Man. Bro, they're just taking shit off the disc and then they're fucking trying to make you pre-order the point for the shit. The point I'm trying to make is fuck all that shit, right? Pre orders when you pre order it, they have to keep track of the numbers, and I know they keep track of the numbers because I know specifically Activision always, yo, this year we have way more pre orders for this Call of Duty than we did last year, so I know they're tracking the numbers, they know how many they're going to sell on day one before any of the people. So, not only do they know how many they're going to sell day one, right? They're also going to be able to sell more after because, of course, not everybody pre orders. So, let's say let's say they pre there's 1 million pre-orders 1 million people pre-order day one the game comes out midnight or whenever they go pick it up that day you should know that at least a million people are going to be on your server and then also leave a little wiggle space because you know people who didn't pre-order are are going to actually go pick up the game so you should know that there should be a million plus people on your servers i'm just sick and tired of these companies talking about we didn't expect so many people to be on our game day one then what the fuck did i pay for what is my money going to? i I just don't understand it i think it's bullshit i think developers are being lazy on this aspect of their games because there are games out there that don't have any issues day one but then there are games out there that come out every year and they have issues every fucking time day one all i'm saying is get it together this is bullshit i'm watching y'all i'm watching y'all But yeah, moving on to anime, Uh, I got one topic for this one, but I think it's going to be a good topic. Uh, I think I got a decent opinion on this one. This is actually a user submitted question. This one comes from Carlos and uh, he asks about My Hero Academia and here is his question. TBH, do you think that in My Hero Academia the characters cry too much? If so, do you think it takes away how great the anime could be? Granted it's already a huge anime, but I feel as it just does a little bit. If not, do you think that the crying is reasonable and gives all the characters personality that does cry? All right, here we go. Woo! My Hero Academia is the hottest anime out right now if you're not watching it um, and you're not really into anime. I'd suggest checking out the show, first of all, just because uh, if you're not... A lot of times, people who aren't into anime, usually they're into Shonen, meaning Dragon Ball Z or the Dragon Ball franchise, period. Dragon Ball Super Z, Dragon Ball, all that. Uh, Naruto... Um, and I feel like the new or, or uh, what's the shit with Luffy fucking One Piece, Bleach, those type of animes, if you love those type of animes like you're very casual with it, you're gonna love My Hero although I think it's better than probably all of those to be honest right now, the current state um, but to get to his question he asked, do you think they would cry too much and specifically, I already know what he's talking about, he's talking about Deku he's asking, does Deku cry too much in My Hero Academia and the question, the answer for me is no, I don't think he cries too much and here's why character development one thing that my hero does and this is why i think it's better than most shonens that's out although everybody says uh hunter x hunter is probably the best ever but i haven't gotten around to watching that so far this is my favorite shonen i'll say that i'll say that i don't say it's the best out the reason i think he cries too much is because i think they're setting up his character development and this is why i feel like a lot of people do not pay attention to the intros and shows or the theme songs and shit because I mean it's just an intro I don't blame you you just want to skip and get to the episode but since day one since the very first episode Deku has always said that this is I'm, I was a quirkless kid and this is the story of how I became the greatest hero of all time listen to what he said this is the story of how I became the greatest hero of all time so basically what he's alluding to in my opinion and this is my interpretation he's saying that this is my story of how my character developed, of how I became the greatest hero. And what that means is, gotta keep in mind, Deku is, what, 14, 15 right now in the show? I think he's 15 in the, in th- the third season. He was, like, 14 in the first, maybe? I don't know. Might have been 15, But The point is, he's an adolescence. He's young. And when you're an adolescence, what comes with that? Immaturity. Uh, and when immaturity comes... The, the main thing that's defined by immaturity is a lack of control for your emotions. You lash out. So, yeah. Deku cries a lot because he's a kid. He's not a grown man. And not only is he not a grown man, keep in mind, this is a superhero show. He's going to high school to become the next great superhero. So that's going to affect your emotions as well because he wants to be a hero. At the start of the show, he doesn't even have any powers. And just being a hero, there's a lot of pressure on your shoulders to be great. He doesn't know how to cope with all this new shit that he's going through. He's fighting villains and stuff, and he's just a kid. So I think, like I said, what people miss and what they're not understanding is the entire show's point is to show you where he started as a little crybaby bitch i agree he is a crybaby in the first season to what he becomes in the end in my opinion if i had to guess at the end of my hero i don't know how many seasons there's gonna be i feel like it's gonna be a lot just because this show is fucking popular i hope it doesn't go too long i like it short and sweet um i think at the end of my hero what we're gonna see is he's gonna become the next all might of course his name isn't gonna be all might he's gonna be the next big superhero that everybody looks up to everybody loves somehow he's gonna make rank number one um and it's just the show's just gonna end with him being a big buff ass motherfucker with a lot of hoes on his dick bro and in order to appreciate him being a big buff motherfucker with a lot of hoes on his dick you're gonna have to watch his progression you know people people look at somebody who just blows up overnight and they can see oh yeah he's famous he has a lot of money he's doing this that and the third and they can see and they can appreciate oh that's cool but what people rub what people love really love and especially us americans is a come-up story someone who got it from the bottom. So I feel like you're going to appreciate it more when we get towards the end and you see that he's the best hero. Because at the end of the day, high key, every episode, they give away what's going to happen at the end. The the entire point of the show is to show how Deku became the greatest hero of all time. So, I mean, that's the ending. He becomes the greatest hero of all time. What we're watching is, and I think what we're watching is Deku, at the beginning, he's speaking maybe as an adult. And he's basically narrating. He's basically sharing stories of his life uh, as a kid so do i think deku cries too much sure in season one but we already seen in season two and three that he's starting to this is what makes my hero so great he's developing as such as a character i don't want to spoil it too much uh for people who haven't watched it but people who have seen season two and three you know what i'm talking about bro and season two when deku pulls up on staying in that alley that was like a, a a tide shifting moment where he his back was against the wall and he had to fight him like that—that that was character development. You saw him, like he saw him suck up his tears, and he's like, "Yo, I gotta do what I gotta do for my friends." Is it corny that he's saying it's for the power of his friends and all this other shit? Sure. I mean, but that's a shown in anime. Like I said, does he cry too much? Sure, in season one, but I think you're gonna appreciate it more at the end. Uh, so the answer is yes and no. I feel, I still think it's a great show, but at the end of the day, I think they're just trying to show his character development, and that's gonna take time. I don't know how many seasons it's gonna be. But uh, I'm enjoying the ride right now. I'm enjoying the ride right now. So hopefully that was a good answer for you, Carlos. Uh, moving on to the movie, the movie section of the podcast. A new Venom trailer dropped this week. I think it's the second or the third trailer. Uh, that first trailer that came out for Venom was fucking awful. It just had the main character in there and then like a, like a little bit of the symbiote. But it never actually showed Venom in costume with the CG and shit. This one, Venom is all over the place, which is interesting because the rumor is that in this movie, uh, old boy that plays Venom is only gonna be in costume for like 20% of the movie, which would be the end. And if that rumor is true, what we just once what we just witnessed in this new trailer is the last 20% of the movie. We just we just witnessed the climax of the movie, basically. Um a lot of people were really impressed by this trailer. My opinion, I I'm indifferent about it. I wasn't impressed, but I, I didn't I didn't hate it either. I'll say this, it was better than the first trailer because they did give us a look at the, uh, him in the suit finally and uh, him with the symbiote, I mean, finally, and it, it looked alright. It's, it's only so much you can do. It looked alright. My, my main thing is why I'm indifferent about it, why I didn't love or hate it, is I still don't know what the fuck the story is about. Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Is he an anti hero? Who's the villain? Who's the hero? What? What? And I also heard that this movie was shot in San Francisco, but Venom is based in New York. With Spidey, is Spidey gonna be in the movie? It's just hard to gauge this movie. And I'm sitting here talking shit about it, but I'm still gonna go see it. Uh, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is I'm indifferent about it. I I don't I don't know I don't know. I just don't know what to think about this movie. Um, I do feel like I understand what people are saying when they say they have superhero uh, fatigue. Uh, I think this is one of those, this is an example of it. Does, whether you're, listen, whether you're excited about the Venom movie or not, we can all agree, we can all ask the hard questions. Did Venom really need his own movie? Did we really need to see his big tongue all over the goddamn screen? Uh, and last piece of movie news, this one's fucking funny. Movie collapse, movie, I said movie. Movie pass collapsed this week. Uh, if you guys don't know what movie pass is, it's something that's been going on for like the past year, I believe basically you pay $10 a month and you can watch one free movie well it's not free because you're paying $10 a month but you can watch one movie a day um it was supposed to be like an all you can eat type situation I think you get a discount on like popcorn and all this other stuff it's supposed to be like the premium movie watchers experience and all this other stuff and uh this past week they basically went like bankrupt or they collapsed they ran out of money basically um and I'm not surprised by this it seems like a lot of people are surprised that this company just went down so fast I'm not because at the end of the day, it was never a sustainable business model. How do you only charge $10 a month and they can see one movie a day? I don't know where y'all from, but a movie, an adult movie ticket for me here in the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia, it's like it for me, it's 13 it's 13 bucks around my way. That's for a movie ticket. Plus popcorn. You pay you paying over bro. If you go to the movies, you're paying over a hundred dollars. Almost two hundred dollars, bruh. Motherfuckers be talking about two hundred dollar dates on Twitter. A two hundred dollar date is going to the damn movies in twenty eighteen. But that shit bro uh <laughs> but yeah so around my way it's $13 for an adult ticket uh and movie pass was charging $10 a month and you could watch one movie a day that's a great deal if you are a fucking movie buff but the problem is like I said that's not a sustainable business model because if we're just counting my area alone they were they were losing three dollars a day off of just one person uh what's the name look at and probably in New York it's probably like $15 for a fucking movie ticket they're, they're losing five dollars a day off of one person alone multiply that to like thousands of people they're just bleeding cash and they were constantly borrowing money from different uh investors without being able to pay them back this was just not a sustainable business model and i think what was really embarrassing about this movie pass shit is it didn't collapse at like say like if it would have collapsed like on a monday morning at like fucking 3 a.m it wouldn't have been that bad because then they could have got a statement out that morning and be like hey guys don't use your movie pass because it collapsed. But that shit collapsed like in the middle of the day in the fucking afternoon and shit. Niggas getting off work trying to fucking go to the movies and then they can't because their movie pass got declined. So that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Like, man. So if you got a movie pass, go ahead and... uh. I don't know what, I don't even know what it looks like. Is it like a credit card? Like, I'm going to assume it's a credit card that you like slide or something. It's probably like an EBT card Uh, (laughs) movie EBT. (laughs) So if you got a little movie pass, go ahead and get your scissors out, cut that bitch up. And, uh, it's, it's useless. They ran out of money. I don't think that anybody, I don't think they're going to be able to pick up any more investors simply for the fact that, uh, it's just a bad investment. There's no way that they can sustain that business model. Um, maybe something like that will come back in the future, but they're going to have to find a way to sustain the business model. Um, um, maybe the, the most obvious way is just charge more. It should have never been $10 a month. But when a ticket is fucking $10, $13, whatever, it, it should be like 20 to 50 bucks a month. Just off the top. If I had to guess just to make even probably even to break even just to break even. But uh that's all I got to say about that. Shout out to movie pass. RIP. Pull one out for them. <laughs> Moving on to sports. Lots of positive shit going on in sports, man, especially in the NBA um shout out to lebron james he opened up his new school for third and fourth graders uh they're calling them at risk at risk youth basically people who come from broken homes um he opened the school in akron ohio and uh here's what comes with the school you guys so you get free tuition it's free to go to the school free uniforms you get a free bicycle and helmet which is man imagine getting a free motherfucking bike as a kid bro i wish i had a bike as a kid uh free transportation for within two miles uh free breakfast lunch and snacks every day this one's wild free pantry for the families so if i if i'm guessing right that means they probably give them free canned and dried foods and shit to take home so to make sure the kids are still eating they have something to cook um geds and job placement services for parents and this is the best one this is the wildest shit guaranteed tuition to the university of akron for every student who graduates this this is let's give a round of applause you know a lot of times we uh, we talk about what celebrities should and shouldn't do, athletes too, and uh, when they do don't do something, we don't give them any credit. Um, I remember me and uh, uh, me and Prof were talking about this on stream the other day. Um, in my opinion, Michael Jordan, I- I'm old enough. I don't know how old y'all are, but I'm old enough to remember Michael Jordan. I actually got to watch him play. Michael Jordan, in my opinion, is still the best player off the court. I mean, off the court, the best player on the court, but LeBron is the best court. He's the best player off the court. <laughs> Uh, Jordan Jordan is the best on the court but Jordan don't give a fuck about his own people he like he let his own people kill themselves over tennis shoes and shit jacking up prizes and shit he don't give a fuck about his community but LeBron out here putting his money where his mouth is opening this school this school this is really dope to see and you get guaranteed tuition to the University of Akron for every this is dope on multiple levels right so not only is he encouraging the kids to do good because they get a free ride to a university but he's also providing jobs for the university because he's, he's basically guaranteed that money is going to keep flowing through to the university. So it's, a, it's like a two-way win-win street for him. And that's one thing that I feel like people aren't even thinking about. And then also like the GED and job placements for uh, the parents, that's dope. Like maybe they don't, maybe they need a better situation. Basically, he's he's helping out his community. And I would like to see more people do this. Um, like I said, a lot of times we don't give enough credit when credit is due. And we need, we need to give LeBron this credit. Now, like hopefully because he is basically the, the face of the nba him and steph depending on who you who you ask i'd say lebron still um because he is the face of the nba hopefully most people will follow one person who is following well i wouldn't even say he's following because i would imagine he's been working on this for a while and just the news came out around the same time derrick rose also has a scholarship program going on um he's giving out two hundred thousand dollars to one lucky student and then 220 thousand dollar uh scholarships to two other people so three people uh he's gonna be giving a scholarship he started his own fund and i think he's doing it like every year or something like that so shout out to derrick rose as well helping the kids get an education man give back to your community man Get back to your community we gotta buy back the block i don't like rick ross but i do agree with him we gotta buy back the block and the way to buy back the block man is we gotta start with our education and do better one thing i do want to say though about uh kind of like these doing these good deeds is because uh one argument i always see with people and this kind of goes back to what i said not giving enough credit is a lot of people feel like when you do a good deed, you shouldn't record it. And I feel like because it comes across as disingenuous, it comes across like you're just doing it for the clout, like you're just trying to look like a good guy. It's a PR for start, basically. And I understand where they're coming from, but I feel like it's a double edged sword. Right. It's a win. win It's a, it's, it's a lose lose situation with these celebrities. Right. Um, like, yeah, I remember when Drake came out with God's plan, uh, he was giving away all that money and people were like, oh, why is he recording himself doing a good deed and all this other stuff? Like I said, it's a double edged sword. If he doesn't record what he does, right, the good that he does for the community, how will anybody know that they did it? Think about that. But if he does record what he does for the community, y'all still complain and say, oh, it's just a PR stunt. So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. My opinion, who gives a fuck? Whether it's a PR stunt or not, Drake gave away a million dollars to the inner city of Miami. You can't hate on that, bro. That's all I'm saying shut the fuck up, uh, <laughs> uh, last piece of, uh, sports news, what's the name, oh, no, this ain't the last one, because I got, a. Uh, well, nah, this is the last one, uh, shout out to Mia Khalifa, I don't watch your videos, uh, but, uh, this news came to me, uh, during a live stream, apparently Mia Khalifa's titties deflated, and you're probably wondering, well, what does this have to do with sports, well, she was at a hockey game, uh, I don't know what hockey game she was at because I could have swore the hockey season was over. I could have swore my Capitals won. <laughs> Shout out to DC. Uh, and uh, she was at some hockey game. I'm mean, gonna guess it was probably like a minor league or some kids' game or something like that. And apparently somebody hit the hockey puck so hard that it flew out the damn ice, uh, ice rink and into the, the uh, area where the fans sit. And the puck hit her in the titty, and her titty burst. You know, she got fake boobies. She got the little, you know, I don't know what's in there. Was it silicone, fucking silly putty or? I have ooze, I don't know what's in her damn titties, but something is in there that's not real, okay? The puck hit her titty, and her titty exploded, so now she gets on Instagram, and she posts, ha 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 ha, ha guys, I was at a hockey game, and my boop fucking exploded all, nah, first of all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, imagine you go to a hockey game, which I would never go because it's cold as fuck in the arena, but imagine my black ass goes to a hockey rink or you go, right? you're sitting there, you're enjoying the game, you got your beer, you got your little nephew with you or your niece or something like that, you're having family time enjoying the hockey game, right? And you're sitting next to Mia Khalif, and and you know, it's already bad enough that you're sitting next to her and she smells like dick, but... (laughs) She smells like somebody's fucking balls, but... hockey puck hits her titty and it fucking explodes like a nuclear bomb and then the Ivan ooze that comes out her damn titty explodes all over everybody's face now your hockey experience is ruined you spent $15 on them I don't don't know how much the tickets are but you spent all that money on the tickets and the beer and you got fucking titty residue all over your face from fucking a nasty ass porn star um nah I'm playing I I don't really care about her but (laughs) where am I going with this story um the point I'm trying to make here is why did you post that on social media it's not funny and the reason it's not funny is she posted it so let's let's pretend like y'all got fake boobs right and your boobs explode um i don't know if y'all know that shit that's in there it's poisonous to your body uh it's a foreign object why would why is your first thought to get on instagram and make a funny post about how your boob exploded you need to go to the hospital you're about to die like you just you just injected yourself with fucking some type of pokemon poison like you need to go get the fucking uh the poison, the, the, the shit that gets rid of the poison from Professor Oak or something. I don't know, bro. Like, but she's a porn star. She's not the brightest bulb. Let's get off this shit. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the relationship advice section of the show. I got a couple questions from you guys. And once again, if you want to submit a question, download that Anchor app available on iOS and Android and send me a message by clicking my profile. You can record a voice message and leave it for me off your phone. Um, this one, this next question, it comes from... I think I'm pronouncing your, your name right. It's spelled O-L-I-S-E, Elise. I think that's how you pronounce it. Forgive me if I got it wrong. But uh, he wants to talk about exotic women. This would be pretty fucking interesting. Let's play the clip here. Maybe for your next uh, podcast, I was thinking you should talk about, like, um, exotic women. Because personally, I'm a connoisseur of exotic women. And I just want to see what you have to say about, like, different, like, types of... You know, races you've encountered, like, you know, Native Americans, Colombians, or Argentinians, um, Puerto Ricans, mostly exotic women, you know, you're Pakistani too. Because I feel like they, even though, like, all women are different, let me take it back. Even though, like, all women are the same, they're like, Also different i don't know if you'll get what i'm saying but hopefully you do but yeah uh much love man uh hopefully you can make something out of this Peace. all right my man wants to talk about exotics i'm gonna be honest i didn't really i don't really understand the question but i'll talk about quote-unquote exotic women i don't know what exotic is bro uh women are women to me (laughs) obviously everybody has a different ethnicity uh but as far as like I don't Because I don't even know what your ethnicity is I don't know what you consider exotic Some people might consider like Asian women exotic They might consider Hispanic or Indian women exotic What I will say is I don't know how old you are I'm going to guess you're young just judging by this topic Don't get too caught up in this shit bro Just, just find you a woman that you like i'm gonna be honest bro forever is a long ass time if you're trying to find a wife if you're trying to find somebody to marry not even a wife just somebody to fucking coexist with for a long time forever is a long motherfucking time you better stop worrying about if that woman is exotic or not and if she get on your fucking nerves bro because uh it's one thing i've learned like over the years as i gotten older is a lot of women do not have hobbies bro a lot of a lot of a lot of women think that being cute is good enough and i'm gonna keep it a buck with you bro i'd rather take a seven who can hold a conversation an intelligent conversation is funny as shit who will, i love a woman who will roast my ass bro that shit is fun to me because i like going back and forth i'll take a seven who's just a fun personality who's gonna hold me down versus a 10 who thinks her only job is to be cute and i know y'all see this shit they be on snapchat they be on ig they never have anything good to say on their fucking story it's just them driving making duck face with their lips trying to be cute and it's like you know after about the 15th 20th picture like we get it boo boo you cute you kill you. You're a badass chick. You a ten. Good for you. But what else do you bring? Like, what do you? What do you think about the current political? Like, I don't know the current political situation in America. You can't talk about that. Like, I don't know. I, don't get too caught up in exotics. Not only that, but like, pussy is pussy, bro. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I've dealt with, I've dealt with black women. I've dealt with Hispanic, white, Asian. And I, I, I've been in a lot of different things. Well, I don't want to say a lot because then it's I'm, then I sound like a fucking hoe, bro. I've been in a few different things. And uh, I can tell you, it's all the same shit, bro. (laughs) The only difference between any of the women is the effort that they put in. And that goes both ways, whether you're a man or a woman, when it comes to sex. But fucking the only difference is the effort that you put in. Well, actually, no, I take that back. Because someone would argue that some people got micro penises and some people got big penises. And then also some women's vaginas can be dry. I've never encountered a dry vagina, so I can't speak on that. But if you have encountered a dry vagina, that sounds like a horror movie um what does this have to do with exotic women i don't know the point i'm trying to make to you is don't get too caught up in people's ethnicity get to know people that's what matters most there are beautiful women across the board like me i personally have a preference for black i love black women but i also love hispanic women as well and those are probably my two favorite but i would never dismiss any other ethnicity like i would never dismiss uh, white or asian or fucking whatever uh like like an example is fucking uh What's old girl from the show uh, Quantico, the Asian chick, not Asian chick, but the Indian chick from Quantico. I don't know her name, but the one, the main character, the one that plays Alex, I think her name is. She's an Indian chick. Man, I I taste her fucking Indian curry, bro. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make to you is like, uh, follow with one of my favorite comedians said, Dave Chappelle, bro. He said, my penis is a humanitarian, and what that means is. It doesn't matter what their ethnicity is man you're gonna just stick it in anything as long as it's a good person and you know make sure they clean and all that other shit bro i don't know don't don't get caught up in that exotic shit bro you just asking for a headache man it's it's not cool and my last question and also the last thing on my notes, comes from rosen v i uh, hope i'm pronouncing that correct shout out to you for the submission on this question this also was a relationship one um and let's play the message. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, TBH, what's good? Um, you got any advice about staying in relationships? Because you know how to stay on the side. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no you know. How to like, keep it fresh and keep it moving. Like, you know, just keep it entertaining and not get bored and cheat. Squad. I would just like to say thank you for submitting the question. But also, uh, I'm mad you played a fucking beat on your question, brother. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Uh, but he said how to keep things fresh. I feel like this question is a mouthful uh take everything i say with a green salt because nothing i say is the fucking law. i'm just speaking from my personal experience uh you got to stimulate people people like to be stimulated talk to people communication is the most important thing uh there's there's so many ways you can there's so many angles you can tackle this one how to keep things fresh are you talking about just like when you take her out on dates are you talking about in the bedroom uh like getting to know the person like the main thing is just talk to the person make sure that you're trying to entertain them understand their needs and all this other shit ask them how their day was it's like it's really not that hard bro now if you're talking about the bedroom um it's kind of the same answer bro i i'd give you a quick little story fucking about to get a little tmi up here. Well, it's not really tmi my mom's probably listening to this oh my god uh so when i was 19 going on 20 I dated a woman who was 28 <laughs> you know I, like i always had a, an affinity for older women like because they know what they want uh so it is what it is uh but yeah i dated a woman that was eight years nine years older than me and uh, when it comes to keeping her satisfied w- I'm not gonna lie she turned me out like (laughs) like when you're like when you're like 18 19 20 you think you know what you're doing when it comes to sex you think you know (laughs) really probably just a two-pump chump uh (laughs) when when i when i dated this chick bro like she had keep in mind this chick was 28 and she had two master's degrees so she was super smart she just knew what she wanted she was very intelligent and she would straight up direct me on what she wanted and what she liked and basically over the year that i dated her i just picked up a lot of things a dollar different ways to please a woman so the main thing i'm trying to get at of here is if you don't know how to keep things fresh with your girl please let your ego go and just ask her because you'd be surprised be like yo so what do you like to do oh and yo if you listen to her you're gonna pick up shit bro it might make you uncomfortable because she says she's done it with past people, but it is what it is, bro. Don't be sitting there judging people. Everybody got, everybody got a skeleton in their closet. You know what I'm saying? So, and you with her now, so deal with it. So, uh, yeah, uh, the main thing I would say is ask your partner. What do they want? You shouldn't always ask them. You should always, you know, try to come up with like surprises and shit like that. I'm not talking about sex, but I'm just talking about in general. You should always try to have your own ideas. But if you're feeling like you're at ideas, don't ever be afraid to ask your partner. At the end of the day, that is your partner. And it's not a partnership unless you're communicating with them. Uh, it's not cool to sit up there. Would you Would you rather <laughs> Would you rather sit up there and wonder what she wants, and then her having her leave you for another nigga, and then looking like a dumbass, or just ask her, Yo, what do you like? Like, what do you want to do? Like, you get to know the person, because at the end of the day, forever is a long ass time, and you don't want to spend it with somebody you don't know. You don't want to wake up one day, you 75 years old, 80 years old. And you turn over and you look at him. You like, bitch. Who are you? Who are you? I hate you. You don't want to do that shit. So talk to people. I feel like I feel like this generation we don't talk to each other enough. We talk to each other, but it's on Twitter. It's on IG. I I I I don't mind a phone conversation. I don't. I like talking to people face to face, eye to eye. I like to look people in the eye and know that I'm serious. Uh, don't be afraid to educate people on things that you know about. Uh, if you know about the stock market talk to your girl about stocks and shit i bet that pussy get wet bro i bet it will <laughs> well, this nigga smart like like he be like putting me on this shit and now i got stock at apple and stuff and i'm rich so you know what i'm saying like people want to learn there's nothing sexier than learning something bro. that's all i'm saying uh on the music side of things i know a handful of projects just recently dropped you got the davies one yg and uh, everybody's gushing over Travis Scott's Astro World. I've listened to a few tracks of those, but I don't really want to give my opinion on any of this music. Maybe next week I gotta sit with it. I haven't listened to anything all the way through. And I gotta listen to everything like multiple times all the way through before I get my opinion on albums. So if you're wondering why I'm not really talking about any of that, that's why I just want to kind of sit with it. Um other than that, that's all I got on my show notes. Uh we'll talk about music next week. Uh if you enjoyed the show, be sure to take it on the go, Spotify anchor.fm slash the black hokage we're available on all the different types of platforms um other than that i hope you guys enjoyed the show follow me on social media you can find my social media links in my profile on anchor or my twitter is at mr underscore i Keep it real other than that i'll see you guys next week on the next episode this has been hokage toss